This daily Christian newscast is brought to you in partnership with sermonaudio.com. It's Monday, September 6th, AD 2021. This is the World View in 5 minutes, written by yours truly and heard at theworldview.com. I'm Adam McManus. The Taliban control of Afghanistan has led to the strengthening of the Taliban in neighboring Pakistan, reports International Christian Concern. Focused on spreading its form of Sunni Islamic rule, the Taliban views any expression of religion outside of its prescribed bounds as punishable by imprisonment, torture, and even death. Shiite Muslims are deemed apostates. All of this spells danger for religious freedom and for Christians in Pakistan. Reuters reports that the Taliban is facing economic collapse only a couple of weeks after regaining control. Therefore, this may be the perfect time to pull the purse strings. If D.C. wants to stifle the Taliban's power and protect religious freedom, it should work quickly to cut off the financial lifelines essential to the group's advancement. Referring to Jesus Christ, Acts 4 verse 12 says, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Nearly 50 people across multiple states have died due to flooding and extreme weather conditions in the northeast United States, caused by heavy rainfall from the remains of Hurricane Ida, reports the Christian Post. In New Jersey, at least 25 people have died most of whom were caught in their vehicles by the flooding. The Garden State has experienced the most loss of life from the storm that made landfall in Louisiana on Sunday and moved northward over the week. Other states with fatalities include Connecticut, Maryland, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Mississippi, and Louisiana. President Joe Biden blamed all of the extreme weather on the so-called climate crisis. The past few days of Hurricane Ida and the wildfires in the West, and the unprecedented flash floods in New York and New Jersey, is yet another reminder that these extreme storms and the climate crisis crisis are here. When Congress returns this month, I'm going to press for their action on my Build Back Better plan. That's going to make historic investments in, in electrical infrastructure, modernizing our roads, bridges, our water systems, sewer and draining systems electric grids and transmission lines and make them more resilient to these superstorms and wildfires and floods that are going to happen with increasing frequency and ferocity. We're reminded that this isn't about politics. Hurricane Ida didn't care if you were a Democrat or a Republican. This destruction is everywhere. And it's a matter of life and death, and we're all in this together. This is one of the great challenges of our time. A San Diego Union-Tribune poll found California Governor Gavin Newsom beating back the recall by eight percentage points, reports the San Francisco Chronicle. The new poll shows that 58% of likely voters plan to vote no on the first question, shall Gavin Newsom be recalled, while just 39% plan to vote yes. Newsom, armed with an 8-to-1 fundraising advantage, has dramatically increased voter outreach and engagement efforts over the course of the final month. After teaching for six years, former Connecticut school teacher Jen Taffado told the Daily Caller that she resigned over the political push of critical race theory. 
I wanted to become a teacher to share my love of learning, to teach language arts and math and encourage kindness. But I didn't sign up to be a revolutionary. Yet we have cloak terms like equity being used to push critical race theory beliefs on students and teachers. During innocent read-alouds, students are being asked to identify characters based on their skin color, to talk about injustices they may face because of their skin color. And teachers are being given scripted questions like, I wonder why many white people didn't want black people to have an education. These conversations wouldn't happen naturally among seven and eight-year-olds, and they're harmful. And finally, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg announced on Twitter that he and his faux husband, Chasen Buttigieg, have sadly adopted twins, reports thehill.com. Pete Buttigieg shared a disturbing photo to Twitter of the couple holding the babies, named Penelope Rose and Joseph August. Ephesians 4 verse 19 says, Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality, so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with the continual lust for more. And that's The World View in five minutes, on this Monday, September 6th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Subscribe by iTunes or email to our unique Christian newscast at theworldview.com or get the Generations app through Google Play or the App Store. I'm Adam McManus. Seize the day for Jesus Christ. 